welcome to the Human Experience Podcast. My name is Sydney Hewitt, and this week for me is so chaotic. (laughs) I'm going through some really big transitions in life. Yesterday was my birthday, and I just turned 24. I got to celebrate last night with some friends, and over the weekend, I also had a shared birthday party, stayed up super late lost my voice a bit and now that all the partying is over i'm packing up all of my shit loading up my car and about to move to california it's really interesting to have a birthday and then move because on my birthday i really love to sit with myself and reflect on the year and you know really use it as an opportunity to check in with myself and generally just be like, all right, how we, how we doing out here in life right now? And it was really cool to be in the mountains where I feel calm and I feel like I can connect to this really grounded voice within me and have these beautiful moments of clarity. Some people like to say downloads. That doesn't feel super authentic for me to say, but anyways, I had a really nice time in the mountains. And then I went around Boulder and went to significant places from my past. I went to the first house I lived in, my old place of work, and some other significant places. And it was sweet. I would get out of my car. I'd put my hands on my heart and just connect with the memories and the feelings that came up. So it was cool. I wasn't just reflecting on the past year, but really the past almost five years. This is a little aside, but I'm really into numbers and dates. So when I wrote five years, I was curious exactly how long I have been in Boulder. So first I went to the calendar and went to January 2019 to see if I had my flight and I didn't. And I knew I could check my Snapchat memories and figure out the exact day. And I knew that this was silly, but at this point I was committed and I figured it out. It was January 10th, 2019, in case anyone cares. But I could see everything on my calendar, which is so crazy if you think about it, because In human history, that's such a brand new concept that you can pick up your MacBook Pro, open the calendar app, and see everything that you were doing on each day. And I don't know. I don't know if that's the best thing for our nervous systems. I guess it depends on, you know, how things were in that era of your life. But I definitely don't think it's healthy for me to always have access to my past with pictures. And, you know, it just feels so cluttered and heavy to have so much shit on our phones, which brings me back to the topic I want to discuss today, which is moving. I kept saying that moving really sucks, but what I realized is that moving when you have a lot of shit and a lot of clutter in your life is what's actually terrible. (laughs) And it's such a powerful mirror because you literally, materially have a lot of shit to deal with. And I think it can be And maybe oftentimes is a reflection that we have a lot of emotional shit to deal with too. And I really felt this because my room feels so much better energetically now that I've moved so much out of it. And I love to decorate. I have so many trinkets from like mini Buddhas to tapestries and crystals and all of these things that I felt like really inspired me. But now that they're put away, I realized that it's actually in the absence of material things that I feel inspired. 
And the other day I went for a walk without my phone. And immediately what I felt from within is that nature is alive and the frequency is vibrating in a way that's giving me more energy. Whereas the material objects, especially the ones from Amazon, which I sadly used to shop from a lot, feel energetically dead, if not legit sucking energy from me. And you know, if the energy associated with these little trinkets is involved with the exploitation of human beings from third world countries, that's carried in these objects. And if you let yourself, you can really feel it. You can also totally ignore it, which I've done in the past, and it kind of works, <laughs> but it's, it's always going to be there and you can't fully avoid that. And it might show up in, you know, you feeling stuck or sad in your space or feeling like you're losing energy in your space. Maybe you're always tired. I don't know. I think that's such an interesting thing to think about. Like, what if we have an object that involved exploiting a human being and on like an energetic level? So we're not even perhaps conscious of it. It's draining us of our energy because the energy of it is so dense. So anyways, um, this transition is bringing up a lot for me, if you can't tell. And I think the biggest takeaway is just to be mindful of where our money is going, how many objects we're bringing into our space, and even not just around money, but, you know, I feel like if someone's giving things away, it's so hard for me to say no to free things because I'm like, oh, it's free. Like, sure, why not? But I've never really considered the way that having more stuff energetically like clogs up my space. And I think especially having ADHD, it's like even more so. Like when I went to start this recording, I had to move like any little things that were on the floor. And then I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to make my bed. And having my space just feel clean and put together really does help my mind orient to feeling more clarity and spaciousness. On this topic of acquiring things, it's funny to have a birthday that, you know, normally birthdays are so associated with receiving material gifts. And I'm so grateful that this past birthday was more focused on experiential gifts. And I want to be mindful early days talking about microdosing, but I did share on my Instagram that I microdosed yesterday on my birthday. And some people were asking about that experience. And I feel like it really illuminates for me how connected everything is. And it's so beautiful because when you can see those connections, I feel like it really enriches the meaning of life for me. And the best way that I can put it is that it helps organize my thoughts and perceptions of life in a more poetic way. And I see this especially in the form of metaphors. I really love to see metaphors in small mundane things and see how there's so much wisdom within it that expands to how we overall move through life. I'd love to give you guys this example that came to me when I was on a run the other day. So I was running on this street and 
it was a pretty long block and there was a stop sign at the end of the block. And I made a goal with myself to keep running without taking any breaks until the stop sign. And my experience of working through this goal was really interesting. And I realized that I needed to set small goals for myself. So I would focus my eyes on small points right in front of me, follow it until I ran up to that point, and then move my eyes forward again, like about five feet. And when I did this, looking briefly ahead, focused on my breath, I felt like I could sustain running forever. But I noticed that if I looked too far ahead and I look at the stop sign, it unmotivated me. And I immediately felt a voice within that was doubting me. You know, I was like, oh shit, I don't know if I can run that far. And wow, what a powerful metaphor for everything we do in life. If we focus our gaze on moving forward in small increments while maintaining our breath, we can achieve so much. And if we look too far ahead, we can get overwhelmed and get lost in feelings of doubt. So another little metaphor coming up through moving is simply the power of movement and the magic of changing our perspectives. When I went to originally sit down and write this, I noticed that I was so wrapped up in my own thoughts and suddenly I had the urge to go sprint, which is kind of unusual for me. I don't, I'm not a huge runner. Like I definitely love exercising, but to have the urge to sprint is unusual, but I just felt like there was so much energy stuck within me and I, I needed to move. And I could feel as I was running that state of clarity returning to me. And by moving this energy and getting it out of my system, literally creating room for this new energy to flow within. It was really so powerful and that's why I'm feeling really excited to move, just to create new space and allow new energies to flow into my life. And I feel like turning a new age, it just feels like a fresh energy in my life. So I just want to share this fresh energy with all of you. And that reminds me, I don't care if you're into astrology or not, between now and when we'll talk again will be August 8th. 8-8 eight, eight is such a powerful day to manifest things into your life. The details of what's happening astrologically is super interesting. I don't know enough to share about it here, but you can definitely Google it and read up about, read up about it if you're interested. And in numerology, our names are associated with numbers and the letters in God add up to the number eight. So some pretty powerful shit. And I just want to let you know, be aware of that is coming up. You could sit and journal with yourself or even just take a moment with yourself and get clear on what you're calling in in your life because we are so powerful and I'm just starting to like get more into astrology, but I feel like the more that we can be in tune with what's happening energetically with the planets the better we can know if it's good to rest and be in a state of reflection, to be inspired and creative. And we're just all in this flux of motion. So to sync up with energies beyond us is, is really cool. 
There's one more thing that I would love to share about my birthday. So I went to dinner last night with a bunch of close friends and it was just so nourishing. And one of my friends, Jay, with shout out to Jay on Instagram, she's plant healing woman and she's a really amazing herbalist. She creates medicine from the land and is selling them. So if you do want to support Jay and support a small business owner, you definitely should. And she's such a good friend. She asked at dinner yesterday what they could do for me to help me feel loved on my birthday. It's like the best thing you can do for a friend. And I wanted everyone to share their favorite aspect of our friendship and a favorite memory that they have of us together. And I'm partially sharing this to inspire other people to do this for their friends on their birthday because it feels so good. It feels so good to be asked how to be loved and it feels so good to express how you want to be loved and then to receive it immediately. And then later on in the night, my friend Juniper offered me to come up with a wish both for myself and for the world on my birthday. And I would love to share my wish for the world on this podcast. In my mind, I'm picturing the sound effect that goes with like the magical genie, like as you rub the lamp. I'll cue it in if I can find it right now. My wish is that people feel safe to express themselves, especially when they're struggling and needing help. Part of the human experience is that we acquire a lot of stuff both physical and emotional. And when we don't move it, it becomes stuck and stagnant. And when it comes to emotional stuff, we can start to move the energy through our voice and through expressing our hearts. And this feels really important for me to share for everyone, but with a little extra love for men who are raised with messages that expressing their hearts is weak and not welcomed. So a little add-on to that wish now is that we can all just be a little more gentle with ourselves and with others because we all have so much shit on our plates. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you such a beautiful week ahead and do want to let you know that I'm going to be road tripping next week. My intention is to still post an episode, but Depending on how it flows, I might not have an episode next week. As always, you can stay connected with me on Instagram at Sid Hewitt. Please share it with a friend if you found it valuable, and I will talk to you next time.